the Knicks, the Knicks is making moves now, Jay. The Knicks is making moves. Is it enough? I don't know. Here's the thing. I'm upset about my Lakers. We're going to get to them in a minute. Oh, my God. Um, I was talking to some Knicks fans, okay? And some of them are happy. Some of them is blah about it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? They they got OG, how you say his last name? Ananubi? Ananubi? I can't say his name. We're just going to call him OGA. OGA. And in return, in return, uh, the Raptors get, damn, they just gave away their first round picks. Basically, they just gave away their previous first round picks. So they finally let RJ out the gate. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I think people are happy. I think people are, are happy that RJ is, is gone now. I think Knicks fans are are happy is happy that he's gone now. Not because of his production, or I, I don't think it's because of that. I think it's more so of he deserves a better situation, right? I mean, uh, Jay Jay told me, Jo told me that he's happy for it because you know Tibbs Tibbs don't know how to really work with them youngsters like that. Tibbs don't really know how to work with them youngsters like that, and and, and messed up his career so. I guess it's I guess it's a solid move. I guess I don't know if it moves the needle for e, for either team at this point, right? I don't think Raptors is on a radar for a lot of people. The Knicks will always, no matter how bad they are, the Knicks will always be on a radar. It's kind of like it's kind of like Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys, in a sense. They're gonna people gonna watch them win or fail at the end of the day. So the Knicks did make a move. I don't know if it's a good move. I mean, it's. Every, I, I think the 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 landing piece that they waiting on is that Donovan Mitchell. Once they get Donovan, if they get Donovan Mitchell, that's gonna be special. That's gonna be special. That's gonna turn it around. It's heavy on the guards though. Heavy on the guard. They got a they got a phenomenal guard over there already. So I mean, hmm, we'll see. I don't know if that I don't know if that really moves the needle for the Knicks. We got to see how this plays out. Obviously, in the second half of the season, we are in the new year. We are in a new year, and what's new for the new year? Man, it's a lot of shit that has happened within the past week. Hey, guess what? My Raiders are eliminated from the playoff contention. Why? Because we lost to the fucking Colts. Uh, never gave us. Well, I ain't gonna say never gave us. We put ourselves in that position anytime. It's coming off of that Kansas City win, right? Which I didn't speak about. Coming off of that Kansas City win, we always had those hypotheticals. Mm, or not really hypothetical situations. We have situations that we're put in. We put ourselves in this situation all the time. Well, if the Raiders went out, anytime they say if the Raiders went out, we're not going to win out. We are not going to win out. So anytime they say the Raiders got to win out and then the Chiefs got to do this and the Chiefs got to do that, we could have won the division. You know how many times we could have won the division when they said we could have won the, the, the fucking division? But we put ourselves, we shoot ourselves in the foot, and 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 you know, to the credit of Antonio Pierce, and to to the credit of uh, of the players, um, everything is still new. Remember this season alone, just similar to, you know, just similar to an, another season, uh, we switch head coaches in the middle of the goddamn season, right? Uh, we don't have a quarterback. And I'm, and I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be totally honest. If Jimmy 
is able to play, I say we has I say we should have started him since the Vikings game. Not to be the very beginning of the Vikings game, but halftime, Jimmy should have been in there. I'm sorry. Just because at this point, the rest of the season, you know what I'm saying? We've been playing like a middle-of-the-road team, and it's like we got – we even have middle-of-the-road players. You know, the defense has been playing much better. Shout-out to Jack. And he the one that that basically – they called the penalty. They called the penalty on Jack because they said he jumped off sides. If you go to the replay, he didn't. But it doesn't really matter. To me, it don't it don't really matter. We put ourselves in that position. We just don't like it when when there is an opportunity to correct that mistake, it's taken away from us. But again, we put ourselves in that position. Um with the defense playing much better. You know, this is what the second, maybe the third game we're missing our starting running back and Josh Jacobs. Although, you know, you know, White has been playing solid. You know what I mean? Can't really complain. I mean, shit. Even, um, even Devontae Adams had a fucking game. You know? Oh, mind you, I got to talk about the fantasy outcome um, in one of my. Um, one of my money leagues. But anyhow, we've been playing much better. The defense has been playing so much better. And um, I like it. You know what I'm saying? I like I like that we've been playing that way on defense. Lights out. We, now, I haven't seen the defense, a Raider defense play like that since like the early 2000s. Um, I will say this. Uh, it's time to build on what we got right now. S- similar to what, uh, similar, very similar to what Detroit did. Detroit got hot towards the end of the season, but they were winning games. We got hot on defense, you know what I'm saying? And we did have a key game that we won, but let's be honest. This is not the Kansas City of old. You know, this is probably one of the weakest Kansas City teams that we've seen, and they're still solid. They're still good. It's just that right now we're going to see Kansas City play an away game in the playoffs. That's the difference because, you know, Pat Mahomes has never had to play away in, you know, in the playoffs. So this is going to be different right here. Um, but, yeah, let's just build on that. Let's keep, continue to build on the defense. Let's sign who we got to sign. And the most important piece is the coaching position and the quarterback position. We have to figure out that quarterback spot. We have to figure out that mother. O'Connell is not it. Jimmy is not it. You know what I mean? At that point, I would prefer to put a third-string starter or whoever played quarterback in high school at that point. You know, but it is what it is. Shout out to my Raiders. Season is over. Let's get back to it. As far as my fucking Lakers, when we talk about head coaches, you heard me say, give Darvin Ham a chance. He's in a different situation than Antonio Pierce. And I'm going to tell you why, uh, 12 Cal and King Jerm. King Jerm, let me tell you why there's a difference. Uh, yes, are they two black head coaches? Yes, they are. I respect both of those uh, coaches as well, you know. And Darvin Ham has Darvin Ham and Antonio Pierce are in the same boat. They pay their dues to get a head coaching position. They have paid their dues, you know. They've been on rosters where they've been, you know, on the on, on on the staff. So yes, give them an opportunity. But here's the difference between Antonio Pierce and Darvin Ham is that Darvin Ham doesn't have that much time with those particular players. What players am I talking about? You know what players I'm talking about. 
every day we go, every day we wake up, LeBron gets older. So he has, and it's not fair, don't get me wrong, it's not fair, but those are the cards, right? You accepted the job, this is what it is. So, and the cards that he was dealt was a much older LeBron and a sometimey Anthony Davis, and he has to work with that. Now, there's still rumblings, you know what I'm saying? Will the roster change? Who knows? Who knows? But at this point, he has a different window than Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce has an opportunity to prove himself season. Darvin Ham has Hall of Famers on his team. Are they older? Yes. And they have already won a championship, you know what I'm saying, a couple of years ago. So he really don't have much because he we have pieces. We have pieces. And you wanna know you wanna know why I know we have pieces? Because all the pieces that I've that I've talked about up until this episode has been asked for in trades. So we have the pieces. It's just that they want to go after a certain player, a score, and they're asking for some pieces that we don't want to give up. That's how I know we got some great pieces, because we have declined some offers. Here's the thing. We have things to, to, to move around on the roster. That's, that's number one. Number two, Darvin Ham has to figure out, yo, what the hell are you going to do with those pieces right now? Because he seems a little, I ain't going to say lost, but it's like still trying to figure it out in December, coming up on January. Well, now we're in January. It's not a good look. You still have your core pieces, and you got a lot of players from last year. You know what I mean? Now I get it. We have been banged up throughout the season, but that's still we still had the pieces to replace that. Gabe has played what five games this season, it seems like. And we and that was one of our biggest free agent assets. Like, yo, we need a shooter. I ain't seen a goddamn shot yet. You know, Austin Reeves has been up and down since his stardom. Hachimura has been in and out of the lineup. You know, D'Lo is, D'Lo is, at this point, D'Lo is D'Lo. Like, D'Lo is going to give us some great games. Then he's going to have some games where he disappear. We've seen that. Van, Vando has come back and has disappeared. It's just, a, it, it's a lot, bro. We've surrounded him with some shooters, and we just still haven't figured it out. You know what I'm saying? Because Braun literally still has to play anywhere between 35 to 40 minutes a game. Anthony Davis can put up crazy bugs in his defensive presence. He had a spurt, and everybody was, y'all got to stop this. Not even just on, on some stop this shit for 2024, but just really stop every year. Every, every year, every sport, you niggas do the same thing. We could talk bad about a player. That player can go off for one, two. That nigga can go off for a month. And then it's like, but I thought y'all said this, and I thought y'all, no, stupid. We know he could play. We know he could play. We know he may, may or not be going to the Hall of Fame. He may have all-star game or something like that. We know this, but he hasn't shown it consistently. That's what we're complaining about. That goes for any player from D-Lo to, to uh, Reeves to Hachimura to Anthony Davis. It don't matter. We know who they are. We know them. I, look, I know my players better than anybody else knows my players. So the criticism I'm giving is fair. It ain't even no bias because I'm actually saying it against them. But at this point, we got to stop seeing Anthony Davis went off for what? He had a streak of like four or five games where he was just a defensive monster and an offensive juggernaut. And niggas were like, well, that's the Anthony Davis. Well, duh, nigga. We know that. 
We know that's the end, but we know that that's not going to last for long. It's clear that a lot of people don't watch Laker games all the time. They choose and pick and choose when they want to watch. And then sometimes, even then, they don't even watch the whole game. They might catch the highlights and assume off of the highlights, right? No, what we're telling you is that we've been, I've been watching Anthony Davis since college. You know what I'm saying? His college game translated into the NBA, and we've seen the numbers that he was putting up with the Pelicans, and he was putting up ridiculous between Anthony Davis and Kevin Love at the same position, them niggas was putting up with video game numbers. And then it drifted off into just being solid numbers. I mean, the great numbers from AD at times and, 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 you know, Kevin Love has had some games here and there, but Kevin Love demoted to a role player at one point. Anthony Davis went from the guy to next to the guy. So it was it, it was different. We know about the injuries. We know about when he disappears sometimes. Anthony Davis gives us a game where he scores 17 points. We're not going to win that game unless Austin Reeves, D'Lo, and maybe another third player off the bench or another role player went off. That's a fact. If Anthony Davis scores anything under 25, I would say, no, anything under 22 points. Have a great defensive game. Reeves and Hachimura and probably D'Lo or somebody like that must step up. And that's that's not even talking about what LeBron has to do. You know, so at this point, um, I don't know where we're going to get a coach from if we talk about a coaching change. That's the thing. I'm not, I don't be so quick to say, yeah, we need a new coach. We need a new coach. Sometimes it's obvious that you need a new coach. But not so fast when there's no coaches available. Why would you just throw in another coach when you're going to be in the same situation? That's what all these other teams has gone through. That's not the Laker way. It's never been the Laker way. You know, and if we do throw somebody in there, they've probably been a part of the organization already. So now I, I've said this a, a while ago. We're in a the Lakers organization in general is, is trying to catch up to the newer times. We're in this transition where we have an older Hall of Famer, top five, top three player of all time on our team, but at not, enough hasn't been done from his part in our eyes as a fan base. And even the Lakers, you know? So we're going through that transition and we're seeing it now. They don't, they haven't fully caught up. Jeannie Buss and the gang hasn't fully caught up to what we need to do. And also, we don't have those type of players anymore. Like, y'all got to really sit here and think about it. Because I don't think we've had that talk a lot at all. Because even when Jordan was getting ready to leave and we knew it, we still knew the NBA was fine. Even when Kobe left the game, we still knew the game was fine. When you look at the game right now, we don't know that. Because you don't know who to put the face of the league on now. We just don't know. Y'all niggas was on that Zion train heavy, and he ain't nowhere near that that status anymore. And we know that. We just we just glad that he's able to play consistently now. But right now, you can't name a player. You can't go to Boston and say Tatum. You can't. You can't go to Memphis. We already know he's back on recovery. If anything, you're looking at an outsider. And what I mean by outsider, you're looking at like a Luka or a Giannis. It ain't too many other cats you can put up there for that, for the face of the league consistently. It's always the reason why we continue to talk about LeBron, 
Kobe, Jordan, is because at one point they were the face of the league, the, mo the most recognizable player in the league with other superstars around. So, you know, shout out to Darvin Ham. I want to say let's hope he gets it together. But at this point, I think he's going to need a little bit more help from his players. They're going to have to, they're going to, have to help him out because they haven't been doing it yet. <laughs> Not consistently. We're struggling again. You know what I mean? And, and, and honestly, maybe it's simply just Bron is just too goddamn old to do what he used to do. Something, some shit that we already know. So they're just trying to pace it. But we don't, have, we don't have enough time to be pacing like that. You know what I'm saying? And there's a rule against that. Y'all going to fuck up the All-Star game if y'all keep, keep doing that. But anyhow, let's close this out. College football, we've seen it. I've missed the whole Bama. I missed the whole Bama-Michigan uh, matchup. I'm so mad. I was busy, man. But I've seen the aftermath. Um, brings me great joy to see Bama to lose in, in, in that type of game. It, it brings me great joy. FSU? Sorry, 12 Cal. Sorry I have to do this. No disrespect to you. I still disagree that Bama have leapfrog like that. Oh, I still disagree with that. But FSU, I tried to fight for you, bro. I tried to. I tried to say, no, nah, give, give them a chance. Hell no. Yo, without a quarterback, they don't want your niggas up there. And I see why. And I see, and, and, and you know me, 12 Cal, I'm one of those believers that, hey, these niggas earned to give them a chance. If they get smacked, that's on them. But they earned to get to that spot, right? Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, um, honestly, you can, you can say Vegas had a hand in this if you want to, because I believe all conspiracies at this point. Um, in the national championship, we got the last of the Pac-12. The last of the Pac-12 versus the Big Ten. And we already know how that's set up because Washington, USC, UCLA is headed over to the uh, to the Big Ten next season. What what greater way to open up that new season of, 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 of a powerhouse than to have a Big Ten versus a Pac-12 matchup? Wow, that's going to be beautiful, man. I can't. Yeah, I'm putting everything to the, I'm watching that game. I cannot miss the national championship. You know what I'm saying? Michigan versus Washington. That's going to be crazy right there. You know what I'm saying? The Northwest Coast versus the Midwest mm, for the title. Bama got to be salty. Oh, speaking of salty, did y'all see those Texas fans? Oh, did the racism come out? Oh, my God, did the racism come out? Did the racism come out? Y'all seen the clips of the players. And let's say this, though. In the sport, King German 12K, I got to speak to my college heads. OTR, Mike, I know you're listening, too. Shout out to you, my boy. Um, there's a certain level of respect when it comes to yapping at each other. I'm not sure if those fans really, and we know this, we know the fan base don't really care about the respect. We know that off top. But those players showed a little bit more restraint. You know what I'm saying? Like saying that we own the South, we 2-0, that's not disrespectful. That's just jabber. That's just talking. You know what I'm saying? They didn't get nobody. And from what we've seen from that video clip, y'all, and I'm not saying what I didn't see. What I didn't see, I didn't hear. But from that clip, it wasn't no profanity from those players or nothing like that. 
Um, John Morant made a slick remark because the Texas quarterback, when he did score, he did the whole little gun thing, bang, 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 thing. He didn't get, you know, in the, in the, in the broadcasts, which he is right. But uh, side note, John Morant, shut up. Shut up, bro. That's like, that's like, it, no, just shut up. I don't even want to try to, no, I ain't going to break it. People already know. Shut up, y'all. We get it. It's not like he's wrong, but it's like right message, wrong person. You know what I'm saying? He was basically, the outrage is, you know, Texas quarterback uh, did the bang, 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 and they trying to equate it to John Morant when he did it or whatever. And it's like, no, it's not, it, it is the same, but it's not the same. It's not the same because John Morant has been getting his ass in trouble all goddamn for the past year or so. That's why. Okay, but at the same time, the race thing is going to pop up. White quarterback, black, you know, point guard, same gestures, different media outtakes. It's whatever. At the end of the day, it's been a racial thing between Washington and Texas before the game started. Oh, that Texas Southern racism came right out. (laughs) It came right out. And them Texas niggas wanted to fight. All them Texas fans wanted to fight so bad. Yeah, it's whatever. But. Y'all heard the matchup, Michigan, them boys in blue versus Washington. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that royal, <laughs> that, that, that perp, that perp and gold versus that, 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 uh, that big blue and, 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 and yellow Wolverines, you know what I'm saying? Versus the Huskies. It's going to be a solid one. I'm tapping into that one for sure. Um, yeah, that's it. Hey, again, the new year is here. You know what we got rolling around? We got NFL playoffs running, uh, rolling up. We got, um, what else we got? We got the All-Star Game, and then we got the Super Bowl. We got March Madness. We got all that shit coming up. All that shit coming up. You know what I'm saying? I forgot which one was, was yeah, I think the Super Bowl is going to be before All-Star Game, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, man. Uh, but any, it, it doesn't really matter. We know they're going to be, it's going to be back-to-back. You know what I'm saying? We got the National Championship coming up. Uh, we're going to have the NFL playoffs coming up. We're going to have the Super Bowl coming up. We're going to have All-Star Weekend. And then, obviously, we're going to have the greatest sports event of all time, and that is March Madness. Oh, my! Oh, I got to tell you all this before I get out of here. So I was supposed to have tickets to the UCLA-USC women's game. Number two, UCLA versus number six, USC. Going to see Juju Watkins. You know what I'm saying? I love her, but, you know, you got to take that L to my Bruins, in which they did. But you know why me and my daughter and my homeboys weren't able to attend that, attend that game? Yo, all you third-party ticket sellers, I hate y'all. Not all y'all, but the ones that need to be talked about because, to me, I found it. And you know what? I can't be completely mad at it. I'm going to tell you why. I'm supposed to get three emails. The first one is the confirmation that I bought the tickets. The second one is telling me um, your third t- your third party person is supposed to contact you with another email with the tickets or whatever. The second email has some some type of uh, code access or whatever, and it just let me know which section that we were going to be sitting in, but it never let me know the seats or the row. Right. We just knew the section 114. I didn't forget Pauly Pavilion. I was ready, dressed, ready to go. Um, and that, this was like five, six hours prior to the to the game starting because I had I had to make sure I was like I did not see the tickets because the ticket online tickets are going to come with a QR code. 
You know what I'm saying? You could print it out or you could just do it over the phone. I didn't get no QR code. So I kept, I called them about three or four times. I got two different um, um, representatives. The second representative was fired. The first one, well, actually it was three total. The first one, he was like, all right, I'm sorry. We're going to try to contact them. And they did. They contacted the seller. The seller was like, all right, I'm going to send them an email. My bad. I had a, I had a call. I waited an hour. That bitch didn't come, right? <sighs> Called again. This person was phenomenal. They, they were on the phone with me for damn near almost an hour trying to figure out, get in contact. They called that person multiple times. Not only that, they tried to do a, they tried to do a reimbursement. Not a reimbursement. Not I, I take that back. Not a reimbursement. They gave me an option to get my money back, but I was like, no. I, other people are counting on me to go to this game. I don't want my money back. I want my tickets. So they was like, all right, well, you could just get some different tickets. Perfect. Game sold out. Twelve cow. Game fucking sold out. You got to believe it. You want to know why? Because UCLA is number two in a fucking nation. Pauley Pavilion in L.A. And we're going up against Juju Watkins, who's a crosstown rival. And they number six in the nation. You damn right that fucking game is sold out. That hurt my soul, dog. It hurt my soul. So I wasn't able to go, D-Murph. I was not able to go. Got my money back. Got my money back. That one hurt, though. That one really hurt because it's not even about... It's not even... No, it is about that. It's about the memories, dog. You took that experience away from me. The only reason why I said earlier is because I wasn't mad is because they probably found this. This is the only this is the only thing that happened. That could have happened. They got a better offer when they seen that them tickets went up them seats went up or they went themselves. And I, I, I was about to do some gangster shit. I was going to say, well, let's just go anyway, because I got the confirmation and I know that where the section is. They would, but they, but this would make sense because I would, you know, this makes sense. We, what if we get there and the people that sell the tickets to or the people who actually selling the tickets come up? They, they got the rights because they actually got the tickets. We don't have the tickets. We have confirmation that we bought the tickets, but we never got them. So who do you think they're going to have? Who do you think they're going to see? And I'm not about to drive all the way to Poly Pavilion to cause a ruckus. Nah, just give me my money back, man. And they gave me my money back. Plus, they gave me twenty eight dollars credit. So any sports event that I go through through there, I'll be able to uh, use that towards some tickets or whatever. And I just found out that I could have went to the Alabama and uh, Michigan game, but I missed that call. But whatever. Um, up and run with BTG. Hey, this is a new year. I'm I, I'm I'm working on switching up the sports format of the show, bringing on more guests, etc. You heard the you heard the uh, the voices of the uh, the twelve cows, the the king germs, the OTR mics, even my boy Dimitri Jo. Um, you heard a lot of cats, the Murphs of the world. Well, Murph sent in a question. I'm going to have to have, well, no, I think, I think Murph has sent in a voice memo. If not, I got to start hitting all my sports heads. Jar, shout out, shout out to Manny B. Yeah, man. Uh, it's time to turn it up a little more because we ain't going to ever talk, uh, stop talking sports. It's January 2nd. <laughs> it's Jerry, January 2nd. Clean out y'all lockers. Okay. Because with the sports events coming up after that, the offseason will be here, baby. And nobody does the offseason with sports better than me. Open run with BTG, man. I'll see y'all later. Hey, and get those fucking street shoes off my court.